0: Aloha. I'm so happy to see everybody today and to be here with my new friend Kubra from Brussels, right?
1: Yes, I'm based in Brussels. And can you tell us your your name? <laughs> Of course, it's a little hard. I am Kübra Özgüvenç. My my surname is even harder and I live in Brussels. I'm originally from Turkey and today we're going to share so many beautiful and special things with you, Emily. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I'm I'm so glad to have you here. I just I like your whole demeanor. You just feel
0: so comfortable to to talk to, and I, I know you've got some wonderful things to offer to us. That uh, my podcast, Grief and Happiness, deals with people who aren't necessarily happy now, but would sure like to be, and there are ways to go about doing this. And I, I think that you can help us on our way. So, what can you tell
1: us? Well. If we are going to talk about happiness, uh, first of all, I, I, I would like to mention that I love your story and it is incredible and inspiring. So I wanted to honor it while we start. Um, my story about happiness is, well, it is mostly about worthiness. And well, what I say as um, we, when we met, as I explained to you as well, I believe that We are here to experience a life. We are here to evolve and evolve emotionally. And while we are doing this, happiness is just a parameter, actually, that uh, shows us we are okay. We are doing good. And beside this, trying to be happy all the time is tiring. Instead of trying to be happy all the time, we're supposed to understand why we're not happy, why we're feeling different right now because each emotion needs to be honored and needs to be understood by the person who is experiencing it and while I'm a big fan of happiness yet I don't agree with people who is trying to be happy all the time instead we need to have that grief period if we need to do yeah
0: (laughs) I I understand that i It's, if you have anything all the time, like if you ate your favorite chocolate ice cream all the time, it wouldn't be so good anymore. (laughs) You (laughs) You get tired of it. So it's it's important to, as important as happiness is, you appreciate it more when you realize that you haven't had it and then then you have it again. And the, the idea of, of feeling worthy of happiness, I think is, so important because lots of times people who are dealing with grief think that somehow they may have done something wrong. Somehow they got themselves into this situation where they're so sad. And when they realize that that's not really the story, that they can really do something about being able to feel better, then that's
1: a great gift to them. Yeah. And you know what I tell my audience, my clients most of the time? Well, uh, what I'm telling is our emotions are our golden compass and they lead us through our life purpose, through our our potential. And it is mostly the unpleasant emotions that doing us this, um, you know, navigation thing. But sometimes with especially with some clients, I catch it and I I share with them that they are happiness is also leading them to somewhere. Because sometimes if, you know, if there is a very small thing that normally wouldn't make us happy and if we reacted in a very joyful and happy way, it also tells us there is something we need to dig in, actually. So, as you said, experiencing the um, happiness and before that, experiencing the grief is so much important. That's right. I, I believe that. And you mentioned
0: life's purpose. And that's what really changed everything for me. Because I, I discovered after my second husband to die, died that I thought, okay, now what? You know, I'd had my life pretty well mapped out for me with what I was doing and what I was involved in. And everything changed drastically after he died. And I just felt like I need to be doing something that I felt good about, something that would make me smile, something that I could help other people with. And the more I reached out to other people to help them, hold them up really made a difference for me. And that, that got me really onto the path of what I'm doing now was helping people with uh, dealing with loss by finding ways to be happy. And, and it's not all happy. I do the, the writing aspect of it too, where I have people write about things so they can really explore their feelings and sometimes even find their worthiness, as, as you were mentioning, that, that it's okay for them to be happy. It's okay for them to smile. They, they don't have to be very sad for the rest
1: of their lives. Exactly. Yeah, this is why I think we're, um, the journey through the, our wordness is important because without getting over this grieving or getting happy with no reason, actually it's okay to be happy. But I'm here trying to mention this happiness with a hit with a pulse within us and trying to tell us something okay you are here right now getting over something but you need to get closer and see what's going on it it is like for example if someone you did not expect to respond you respond and you get happy it is actually not a big deal but you get incredibly happy and there we see that the person we are talking to right now that that in that moment actually means a lot to us and I don't know at that moment we're supposed to see where we are located ourselves where we feel I don't know today I had a couple of interviews and I had some clients that we were talking about also happiness and how they can feel worthy about themselves because As you know, I'm working with people who are trying to reach their potential who are trying to uh, unleash their potential and while we are doing this actually we need to go through a process and in this process one of the steps is self-love and i declared this month as a, a self-love month because i'm not good at celebrating the dates like birthdays or valentine's days these kind of determined dates are not Uh, a good match for me so I I prefer to celebrate random days random things like it could be anything actually and and, but I wanted to do something special so I decided to choose this month's topic as self-love and I was telling people that without loving ourselves we cannot actually love others as well and As human beings, what we are seeking in this life is basically being a part of the community and being loved by others and somehow, you know, being a part of a bigger plan. And this is what makes us happy. But many of us coded, we have some some conscious codes and limiting beliefs that that were seeded us in our childhood and today we are as adults doing things that were seeded back then and I, I see many people who are not happy with their jobs or partners or type of the relationship they are having in their lives because they were taught this is the right way to experience it yet <laughs> it doesn't have to be that way And the interesting thing for me is there are many people who targeted something. They have goals in their lives. Like it could be a job. It could be a partner, this person, or, you know, it could be anything. And they work for it. They work hard and they reach it. Then we have unhappy adults who achieved anything they wanted and they start questioning why they're feeling unhappy, even though they have everything they ask for.
0: You know, I, I see that too, that's such a valid point. I have uh, always thought of it as, I, there were lots of times in my life when I said, well, if only I had this, or if only I did that, or if only I could, and then it would get there and I'd happen and it goes, well, now what? You know. <laughs> And then I get into, well, now that I have this, if only I got this, then things would be better. And that never works because it's nice to focus on goals and do them. But the only way that they really work is with self-love. You've got to really feel good about yourself, recognize your value. And value to you, not just value to the world, but but you, you're valuable to yourself and and what you can do and what you can experience. So once we get that, then it's not, if only I earn a million dollars, it's rather, if only I do something every day that makes me happy and that that happiness rubs off on the people around me. that's the sort of thing you can feel really good about and you can build on that. Where the other things, it's always just grasping for something that's just beyond your reach, that self-love is where it all starts.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, many people, especially during the COVID period, they came up with a situation that normally in our daily life before COVID, we were so good because we had many escape doors. You know, we were busy. We didn't have to deal with our inner speaks. And <laughs> we just, uh, we were okay by just by avoiding the sound in our heads. But during the COVID, we had to deal with them all. And I I see many people around, they are feeling it's too late for them especially people who is over like 50 60 or even more and they 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 think that they cannot restart something because it's too late for them yet what i see and what i experience with my clients it's the opposite happiness can be achieved anytime but not as a goal but as a side effect it's it's Great! It's great to have. It's great to be happy. Yet our our goal shouldn't be being happy in that moment or whatever we are doing. But instead, if we can see what our nature requires from us and also what is aligned with our frequency, it could be. um, It doesn't have to be a big goal actually. I I met a woman who is making hats for the children who is living in, uh, you know, these houses, shelters as refugees. And I met some other person who is doing sandwiches and taking them like weekly to the homeless people on the street. Those are incredible skills for those people. This gives a purpose and happiness as well. But I think here we again come to the point what you say, what I see common in these people, in these people actually, they all went through a big pain and then they were able to find pain, happiness in small but, but consistent activities.
0: That's right. It's, it's all, I think, a lot a matter of focus on who you choose to be with, where you choose to be. If you're always around unhappy people, that rubs off. So if you can think of places that you can be where you'll feel better. I also think that you mentioned about the pandemic and how people have been dealing with that. I've heard so many people say that they're so sad because they aren't with the people that they want to be with. And they aren't doing the kinds of things that they used to do. And to me, I just keep thinking that's just a matter of perspective. Yeah, sure, I would love to be doing some of the things that I used to do, but that's not the only way I can feel good. That's not the only way I can be positive, how I can fulfill what I consider my purpose in life to be. I can focus on things that are good and beautiful and, and can help. For instance, I'm in my... I live in Maui, uh, in Hawaii, and we're very, very remote, and that causes problems with things like the pandemic was getting food to the island because we're very food insecure. They don't grow that much food here on the island, and so we rely on ships and barges bringing food to us. And when the, the shelves were pretty bare when the pandemic first started, I said, "Okay, I've got more land than I need. I'm going to be planting big gardens on there. And now I'm growing all kinds of fruits and vegetables that I share for, with my neighbors. I don't charge them for it. If, if somebody needs food, I give it to them. And the whole process, I, I can't say I'm always happy pulling weeds, but I'm happy to know that the results from what I'm doing is going to be beautiful. And it's going to be serving people and helping people. So, you and I don't have to have somebody with me doing the gardening. It's something that I can do by myself and enjoy being outside, enjoy being in the sunshine and enjoy popping a fresh little tomato in my mouth because it just tastes so good. So it's, it's a matter of uh, mindset a lot. If you think you're always going to be unhappy or that you're not worthy of being happy, then that's exactly what you're going to get. But if you focus on what's beautiful, what you love, yeah, what is uh, the best thing in your community where you live?
1: Then you'll you'll be happier. Exactly. And um, the thing is, I think in the world we are living in, especially before the pandemic—well, I'd I like to call it hair pandemic—we <laughs> <laughs> were <laughs> we were very good at slurring over, uh, you know, our lives, as we mentioned earlier, and. I would like to bring an awareness to our audience today who have been getting such situations related to pandemic or related to some personal issues. Well, if we are here and experiencing something, if we are struggling, doesn't matter what it is, if we don't feel happy and if if we struggle, it is because the universe or emotions or the God, however you call it for yourself, Someone, something is sending you a message, especially if we are talking about a physical problem, because our physical body is a, like a mailbox, and it sends us mails through our, uh, from our um, energy body, our emotional part. And if we struggle, uh, we can see that in our hearts, or in our minds, or in our physical body. Whichever we are struggling with, it is telling us there is a hidden gift within us and this hidden gem waiting within us to be discovered. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. So here we can, they can ask, we can ask. I asked myself at least how I can unleash this gem, how I can see what it is, because before I was so distracted to see what is going on, within myself well when I'm talking about my age 19 or so (laughs) it was like 50 years ago from now Um, I was so distracted I I didn't know what was going on within me and I didn't know what I supposed to do in life this is where I studied science and I became a scientist and I was so determined uh, to what what I planned for my future yet life took me a totally different point. And now I have a different profession. Since five years, I've been working with people and helping them discover their hidden gem. And what I see during this process for myself and for people I work with, or people I support in my family or around me, it is always this struggle here to tell us, as we talked in the beginning, our emotions are our golden compass. And this compass always shows us what we're supposed to take out next, which suit on. Because we are already valuable, we are already worthy, and we are already a being of love. But there are some obstacles to take out. And when we do that, we are getting better day by day, step by step, with each breath, we start recognizing things, we start feeling and seeing our power, because we are powerful beings at the same time. And happiness is actually giving us the strength to discover this power. Oh, that's
0: beautiful. You mentioned that you have a gift for the people who are listening.
1: What what will that do? Yeah, I just started a movement called Be Boldly You, and I would love you all who are listening to this podcast to join this movement. You can find a a freebie, join this email challenge and support yourself through it. But let me explain first what it is. Uh, Be Boldly You is a movement to encourage people Set, to set healthier boundaries in their relationships so they can create a comfort zone for themselves and they can discover what their needs are what their uh, nature requires from them and what they are their true gift is because we have many gifts actually but they are the smaller ones they are just kind of nurturing they're here to to nurture ourselves so we can activate this bigger one (laughs) and this is why we all start at a point but end up in a totally different place in our uh, job or profession or family or whatever it is because We start and step by step, we reach to that point. And in this freebie, it's a five days email course, actually. I call it Be Boldly You Challenge, Be Boldly You Movement. Um, Each day, people will receive some tasks and explanations about the day. And each day has a topic. The first day is about self-notice. It is about noticing our nature, not uh, seeing how and what we require from ourselves, and the second step is self-acceptance. It is the thing, you know, we notice many things about ourselves. It's like you have, well, I don't like the term good and bad, as Rumi says, uh, out beyond ideas of right doing and wrong doing. I, I love that quote, but noticing our flaws is something, and accepting is a, different and bigger thing actually and in the second step they will uh, receive some tasks to accept their flaws as they are uh, like going forward to this next step it's self-compassion and i think self-compassion is important because for for many reasons it's super important of course but for having more self-love we supposed to have self more self compassion for ourselves and love and self love and self compassion is something that we can share with others as well because we cannot as in the as i said in the beginning we cannot love someone if we don't love ourselves we cannot have compassion for others if we don't have it for ourselves so these two steps are quite important and grow together and in the last step we are talking about self-worth and there will be some boosters and sharings about these five steps in the in these five days so i hope they will love it as the, uh, the participants, as the other participants who joined it already and sent me many feedbacks, love notes.
0: And, and so. That's wonderful. For those of you who are listening, this will be in the show notes and all you'll have to do is click and you can have this for yourself. And there will also be other links for Kubra there so that you can get in touch with her and find out more about what she does and just in, enjoy her lovely self. She's a great person to talk to and spend time with. So thank you very much, Kuber, for being here with me today. Is there any last thing
1: you'd like to say or? Yes, I would like to say one thing. If you are struggling, don't con- please don't consider it something consuming or exhausting. No, please remind yourself that that emotion is there to show you, you have a bigger potential than you experienced today. Love you all and hope to see you.
0: That's so beautiful. Thank you. And I love you all too. And I look forward to seeing you next week here again on my podcast, Grief and Happiness. And be sure to check all the links in the bio for all that information. I'll see you soon. Do you want more comfort, support, and happiness? Join the Grief and Happiness Alliance. Visit my website at lovingandlivingyourwaythroughgrief.com and read my book, Loving and Living Your Way Through Grief. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, review it, and binge on all our episodes on grief and happiness. I can't wait to welcome you back to another episode.